Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Hi, listeners. It's Tom from Hagrid's Footy, and I'm joined by my good friend, Joel, also from Hagrid's Footy. Hi, Joel. Hello, Tom. Hello, listeners. Uh, this is a... Emergency this is a, broadcast. This is an emergency broadcast at our regular scheduled time of Wednesday. Uh, to let everyone know that the worst case scenario has happened. And if you're hearing this, it means the Collingwood won the 2023 AFL-M Grand Final. If you are not hearing this, you live in a better future to us. And in your world, Collingwood died that day. <laughs> Kiss came back, set them on fire, and they they just said, well, Collingwood can't take the field. It, it's whoever's left. And so the training staff had to play, and they lost by 280 points. Yeah, and we hope that uh, that's the future you live in because, unfortunately, where, where we are... Collingwood are the premiers. And Sean's dead. Yeah, Sean is... Uh, he's taking a week off. Yep. Uh, he's a laid out. Yeah, yeah, a week off could be too. No, I think he's. I think one thing I will say about Sean, he's a man of honor, mm. and I think he will be away for a week, but he will be back next week. Because the thing, people, our listeners, Joel, Sean, if he ever listens to this part episode, which I don't think he will, he but shouldn't. any 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 Brisbane listeners out there, thank you for having us in your group chat for the day. Um, the road to inner peace is not a straight line, Joel. Sometimes. You have to go back to the start. Well, sometimes it's a bit like snakes and ladders, and when you're going up, you're also coming down. And sometimes the closer you get to inner peace, the further away you are. But you are always, Joel, you are always moving towards it in some fashion, even when you're going backwards. But it's a hard journey and not an easy one. And sometimes sometimes on your quest for inner peace, you need to put your hand up and say, I need a break from my, my journey to inner peace. I need to feel rage for a few weeks. I... Also, then you need to make the most chaotic movie choice of all fucking time, yeah. which we need to talk about. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but I think that uh, this is the most hurt you could possibly be. It is. Uh, so, Brisbane have been a top four side now for three years? 2019, yeah. yeah. Three or four years. Uh, well, they know they finished fifth last year. Oh, that's well. They've been a contender for since twenty nineteen. Yes. Uh, they're still a contender. They're still a contender, but this isn't their best crack. No, but it could be said that this was probably ideal situations for them to win the flag. I don't necessarily agree. I think an ideal situation is Jack Payne is fit. 
Uh, and Collingwood Willa, didn't and put forward their best 22 either. Doesn't matter. Billy Frampton played. Yeah. But I think... <laughs> well, I arguably. Think, well, he was there, Joel. Yeah. He showed up. And he got a medal. And he got a medal. A participation award. Maybe the funniest premiership player than <laughs> Cam Mooney winning on at North Melbourne with zero touches and spent most of the game on the bench. Um, now, I think... I think Will Ashcroft is is a better player for them, I think. Yep. I think then Ashcroft plays, Fletcher then probably plays as a sub. Uh, yeah, it was just one of those things where for some fucking reason, Collingwood won. Mm. And you turned to me at one point and you were like, Tom, what if? And I was like, nah, I still believe. Jacob next to us, he believed. He believed. The man in front of us, which we will dedicate a large portion <laughs> of this week's episode to. He believed. He believed that his a hundred bucks that he put on Charlie Cameron to win the Norm Smith was still alive yep. halfway through the first quarter when <laughs> Charlie I don't Cameron, think Charlie Cameron was going to get near the Norm Smith even if Brisbane had a one. There was when he thought that that bet, bet was coming off. There was behind us people discussing: Is Charlie Cameron playing today? I haven't seen him yet. Correct. Um, there was a lady in front of us. She also believed because she turned around to Jacob, not your brother, your friend. Yeah, this this man said, that we're sitting next to. Hey, can you stop yelling? Because the lady barrack for Collingwood and she was getting caught because it looked like Brisbane were on top. Interesting. She didn't say that in the first quarter. She didn't no. tell him up in the first quarter. She didn't tell him up when Collingwood were winning and he was yelling just as loud. It was only when Brisbane got on a run because she sucks shit. Oh, yeah. She had a terrible vibe. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. She had big... I want to speak to the manager energy. Yeah. Um, big uh, landlord energy. Yeah. Um, but also calls herself like a mum and pop investor. Yeah. Um, she's well, got a big, she's got a big, oh, but I'm a social progressive fiscal conservative. Um, dog shit energy about her. Well, fingers crossed for when she got home, her house had burnt down. Hey, it did because I, I burned it down. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> All right, Tom. Yes, Joel, I've got a question for you. Yeah. I'm not How right- fucked footy? Yeah, it's no good. Yeah, uh, I watched Collingwood win two games in a row on Saturday. Oh, we did too. Uh, and none of that was good. Uh, so, yeah, Essendon lost. We only to had one winner this week, and he's not here. Yeah, but at what cost? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, so, should, grand should we do, final day. Do we do grand final, and then we'll do W. Yeah. Uh, so, grand final day. Yes, it starts for me. Wake up. Uh, walk to a train station. My plan is get off at Parliament, swap to a train that's going to take me to Richmond, and just walk across the road to Punt Road to watch the Collingwood Essendon women's game. I worded that like that plan didn't happen, but it that's, did. It that's exactly what happened. I met you there. We went together. Uh, I got on the train, uh, my train station, and there was immediately the world's biggest spew just in the middle of the floor. Uh, you should have known. I, well, you should have known looking in the entrails of someone else that had been emptied. Yeah, like like reading tea leaves. You sp- should have read the spew. Should have looked at it. It would have been like I, you, when this night concludes, will be as empty as the person who was yeah. on the train. Like the train was like a ten ten a.m. train. So like <laughs> that person's having a terrible day. Yeah, and it was like a, it wasn't like a beaten up train either. It was a pretty nice train. So. That was interesting. It was it was funny watching. How, how every, fresh was the spew? That was pretty fresh. It was pungent. I can oh, tell you that much. I would have changed carriages. I did. Everyone did. So we got on uh, because the tr- 
like the carriage of the spew was the carriage that was easiest to get on the train. If that makes sense. Like the closest one, the one that everyone was using and everyone got on and immediately just like kept walking and then changed carriage, which is yep. good. The train was moving when I got to the change carriage part, which I don't think you meant to do, but it, no, it excites he, me. Here's the thing. There is a sign for anyone who lives in Melbourne. And also I'm going to go with London. I don't know about London. London don't Definitely have, New York. London don't have trains, Tom. They've only got the tubes. Ah, oh, that's right. They have tubes. <laughs> yeah, they have that's tubes. That's true. Tubes. So for anyone listening in the UK, uh, anytime we say train, we mean tubes. Yeah, we mean tubes. Unless it's the thing that you catch to Scotland. Yeah, that's a train. Because, yeah, that's... <laughs> to go to Hogwarts, I guess. Yeah. That's the only no, train No, 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 no. The Hogwarts Express is a tube, too. Ah, uh, it's a tube. It's <laughs> yeah, all tubes. Yeah, it's anyway, all tubes. So for those in the UK, you have tubes. Uh, here we have trains in New York, the subway system. Yeah. You know how, like, in on the, it has a sign that's like, do not move between these carriages? Yeah. You just can. Yeah, there's no one gonna. No, no one can stop you. The doors are unlocked. Yeah. I think legally they have to be. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Uh, and they're like, please, re-, it's, no, sorry, the wording is please refrain, mm. which is like being like, please don't. Sorry, sign, can't, <laughs> have to do it. There's a spewing here. Yeah. Anyway, rolled in, Pont Road, met you there. Sean was running late, presumably due to stress and anxiety. Yep. We get into Pont Road. It's a beautiful day. Fabulous day. I watch Essendon just get absolutely done by Collingwood. Yeah. We were on TV, though. Yeah. We, yeah. Anyone watching that game on yeah. TV would have absolutely copped two of us looking. I don't know about you, Joel, but I was a bit hungover. I was mostly like a little disheveled, I would say. And um, they copped you saying go Essendon and yeah. me saying go Brisbane and then thinking. 30 seconds after the cameraman had yeah. left, should have yelled, how gouts footy? Yeah. How gouts footy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How gouts footy? Ha! The energy of this episode yeah, is it, all it's over good. the shop. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't like a crowd shot of us. The camera no, literally it was, was just, the two just, of just us. us two. And he said, thanks, fellas. Yeah. And He's then a handsome looking man. Yeah, and then we immediately got a message from Gemma who said, I just saw you on TV. <laughs> and I said, whoever let that broadcast probably should get fired. It's true. Uh, anyway, Essendon. Something exciting did happen, and something I don't think I've seen in person before, which is uh, for Essendon, they kicked three goals. Yep. And we had one goal scorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bonnie Good kicked all three goals for Essendon. Maddie Press-Bark has had a big game. She was also... Got into like a bit of a scuffle right near the fence where we were standing. Liked that. Paige, that good. Paige Scott. Got on a bit of a yep. war, a bit of some some. Um, Her and Sarah Rowe. Sarah Rowe? Sarah Rowe. She's not an Essendon player if that's who you're trying to think of. I think of. who it's I'm thinking of. Plays for, plays for Collingwood. I could look it up, but I won't. Yeah. They don't deserve my respect, those black and white fucks. Yeah. They um, put Sophie Alexander in a bad way. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, did that player get suspended for that? I don't think they did. They didn't. Accidental. Must have been. Hang on. So an actual tackle that results in someone being concussed. Yeah, sorry. Accidental. Uh, I'll double check, though. Look, I am making- What about the James Sicily tax? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Place for Collingwood. Brandon Maynard, Brandon Maynard tax. Ah, oh, Maynard's a premiership player. So I've just pulled up the uh, official match review, Tom. Not even a fine. Didn't uh, even get cited. Didn't even get cited. I mean, I guess it wasn't dangerous. I mean, it might have been accidental. To be fair, we didn't really see what had happened. We just saw a scuffle and then... I mean, I definitely saw what happened. And it looked like Sophie Alexander accidentally did it to herself. But <laughs> suspend the hey, Collingwood player. Hey, Tom York once said, you do it to yourself. Just you. Yeah. You and no one else. 
Because Sophie Alexander turned her body to the point where the Collingwood defender kind of copped like a fend off, yep. whilst, even though they will attackle her. And I think by doing that, it meant that she couldn't brace her own head. Yeah, when okay. She hit the turf. Didn't actually have her arms pinned or anything like no. that. Yeah, she made an well, action. Well, yeah, she was trying to yeah hold on to the ball. Okay. Anyway, so they started great. Yeah. But there was, okay, you know what, Joel? There are some bad things about today. But yeah. let's focus very briefly on a couple of good good moments. Okay. All right. I'll start with the first one. I would like to make an official apology. Yep. Uh, last episode, I think I said uh, Kiss sucks shit and I don't think they're a very good band to be doing the grand final. And you called me a fucking idiot. Yeah, I was like, Tom, what are you talking about? Joel, how many seconds into the set did I turn to you and went, Joel, I was wrong? Uh, about 15, I reckon. Um, I Kiss think it was good. It may have even been before that when they were setting up because they had no grand entrance onto the no, MCG. which they just which came was out so on funny. golf carts. <laughs> and then just walked up the stairs onto the stage. No, I want to point out that like, golf carts with their like makeup on the painted truth, on yeah. the roof uh, of each of each member of the band. Um, yeah, they were good. Uh, another highlight early in the day, and one we haven't spoken about, is we got some food at the AFLW. Oh yes, oh, run by a child. Yeah, so we got served by a kid, Mister Fresh Truck, I believe was oh, the yes, vendor. Yes, and it was what appeared to be a dad and his two sons. One of them was probably like sixteen or seventeen. The other one, twelve. Yeah, with a mullet, a <laughs> with full mullet, and the most, the most uh, like weathered dock worker face at, at 12 years. I looked at that boy and I thought I'd been transported back to the Victorian times yeah. where kids died at 13 because they worked hard labor jobs. Yeah. Uh, this was a boy that uh, if he just pulled out cigarettes and started smoking, I probably wouldn't have even registered it as weird. In fact, the fact that he didn't was weird. He, uh, he, he was on the register. So he was the, the, the fact that the it fact was the front facing person of the operation Usually, if you're working in food, be like, "Hey, next waiting," or "Hey, what would you like?" He hit people with, "What do you want?" Or, "Yeah." He had the same energy, and I'm baffled that this didn't happen. That then, when I, I you know, got home to my house, Mum introduced me to her new boyfriend, and it was this kid. <laughs> like that's the energy that this kid had. He rocked though. Um, I respected him immediately, and he gave me a pretty good chicken schnitzel roll. So. I've just also found out Sophie Alexander not concussed, neck injury. Well, that was my thing because she got stretched off with the neck brace on. Yeah. Okay. That's somehow worse. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Don't love that. Yeah. We'll, we'll circle back. We're talking about good things on the yeah. final day before we get. So, yeah, Kiss. Kiss were great. Kiss were great. 13 minutes, three songs. Hey, Joel, would you like to know how much that cost? Tom, I know the answer $1.9 million. Money well spent. Money well spent. That is almost that is almost half a mil each. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's all right. Shout it out loud. Yeah. Uh, also, 500 million children. Oh, yeah, all in Kiss Makeup. All standing very close to very active pyrotechnics. Oh, yeah. There was a <laughs> what looked lot like going on. Highly flammable costumes and wigs. Yeah, uh, if you head to the Haggard's Footy Instagram, you'll see a photo of the pyrotechnics in action. I'll chuck it up as this week's episode photo. Yep. Uh, probably include some other photos to accurate to accurately depict our mood today too. Correct, correct. Uh, some some big big good photos. Fuck, I wish we'd gotten a photo of that guy the trying kids. to take, trying oh, no. To, no no the guy in front of us trying. You know what? Other good things about the footy yeah. today. Uh, so where we were sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually had like a whole row, basically, of Brisbane supporters. Mm-hmm. 
couple of Brisbane supporters behind us. Joel and I were official Brisbane supporters for the day. We are yep. welcomed into the group chat. Again, thank you to the chat. We understand if you're not listening this week. Yep. Um, and there was a guy in front of us. Yep. And this guy, Joel, how many beers do you reckon? Well, if I had to pick to paint a picture, he was 50. 50, uh, 50 if we're being generous. Yeah. M- minimum 50, I reckon. Yeah, 50 to 55. Yeah. Balding, but like balding. No, he, he was, he'd shaved it off. Yeah, it was bald. He'd made the choice. Yeah. But the choice, I think, was also made for him, and then he yeah. made the choice. Uh... Hard to get a vibe of like what he's. He didn't. He was. He didn't have like tradey vibes. I mean, we were in the MCC. No, he he had like um, he had big like he just works a corporate job, and he's a and he's a bit of a fuckhead. He was by himself. Yes, but that didn't stop him from uh, you know, socializing. Oh, he was so he's eighteen beers in during the Kiss concert. I I noticed him straight away. The first thing he does. He's like, he has his phone out, and he's yep. filming a video of the Kiss concert. Yep. Um, but he hasn't pressed record on the video, and then he presses record on the video and puts his phone back in his pocket. So <laughs> I guess Sunday morning he's like, I really want to watch I Was Made For Loving You, and he pulled his phone out and just got nine minutes of his pocket. Yeah, uh, another <laughs> – I noticed him during Kiss as well where um, – Oh, yeah, what app was he using, Joel? Uh, so what app pull- that a 50-year-old <laughs> man definitely should be using? So he pulled up his pulled out his phone. Obviously not – that's not notable – Opened Snapchat, oh. but because he's a 55-year-old man, uh, and look, no disrespect to any younger people that do this with their phone, I will stop using my phone before I have to do this, though. He had magnification on the phone turned up to about 250%. Yeah. So any message he sent- We saw. We saw without having to look hard at all. No. In fact, he's like holding his phone up, so- Yeah, it I'm- was- yeah, I basically saw his entire phone. Yeah, there was points where I was like, am I about to see Dong or- Something equally inappropriate, but we did remain free of that. Uh, anyway, so he was trying to message someone on Snapchat. Um, what I originally saw is he'd written mozza- mozzarella, and I was like, what the fuck? In my head, I was like, I- that caught my attention, because you see someone on Snapchat just saying mozzarella. Who you're previously like- you've seen try to take a video <laughs> and fail. Oh, he'd also fucked up the pano at this point too, I think. No, that happens. That, that happens, happens next. Yeah, okay, happens okay. Next. Sorry, sorry. Uh, and then he deleted he deleted uh, mozzarella, which he'd written in Snapchat chat, and then wrote Lizzie. <laughs> and I could see the person's name he was talking to. Wasn't not, Lizzie. Not Lizzie. And I was like, what is going on here? Backspaces it again. Then I realized he's trying to write Kiss. Yes. But because the S's in Kiss's logo are stylized, he keeps trying to spell Kiss K-I-Z-Z. Yes. So phone not having any of that. <laughs> also... Smashed. Yeah. I think he, he gave up and just went with Lizzie. Gave up, just sent Lizzie, and then was <laughs> like, oh, no, he was like, Lizzie on now? Yes. And then the apostrophe, uh, not apostrophe, the asterisk, kiz, got nothing. Tried to call whoever he messaged. Yep. Nothing. Got nothing. Then pulled his phone out about five minutes later. Went to do a pano. Well, no, hits this person with you awake. That's right. You up. Oh, yeah. Oh. And so, obviously, in Australia, it's what one two one forty five. So immediately, it becomes clear this person not in the country. No, something going on here. Yeah, we then witness him take the pano. Yeah. Now I don't know if anyone's taking a pano on an iPhone, but you have to have it vertically. You can't. You have to have a portrait. You can't hold a landscape because yep. the idea is you hold a portrait, 
and you move it, yep. and it creates the landscape. If you hold it landscape, you can go up <laughs> yep. and make a big up photo. Yep. But if you hold it in landscape and move panorama across, you will get an absolutely fucking weird photo. Which is what he got. Which is what he got. Doing it for ages too. Like started started at the edge of the Shane Warn stand yep. all the way around basically to the member stand of the MCG in landscape panorama mode. Yep. And then sends it, puts it away. Yep. Probably has another look. And then and we then see takes how to win. Yep. How to win. How to win. Maybe the only win he had that day. Uh, then then he goes quiet for a bit. He goes quiet for a bit. We then Second started, quarter. Yeah. <laughs> second quarter, he, he comes alive. Yeah, oh, he's, his phone is back in the picture because... Before, whoever, the, before the Snapchat, Charlie oh, yeah. Cameron kicks a goal. Yep. Great goal. And he turns to us, because we've cheered the goal, we're celebrating the goal, and he turns to us, and in eyes that are looking at both of us at the same time. <laughs> Glossy at best. Oh, yeah. He says, put 100 bucks on Charlie Cameron to win the norm, and he's going to do it. And at this point, I'm like, all right, I don't think he is. <laughs> and then Charlie Cameron has a- Another big moment. It's a, I think it was goal a assist. goal assist immediately, and then kicks a, another goal. Another goal. And he's like- Holds his phone up. Yeah. And we see that the cash out is at about 300 bucks. Yep. But we're also worried because at the same time, we also notice his phone, 17% battery. Yeah. <laughs> the day, long, very, very long. Long day. And also, uh, if you've been to massive events before, I'm sure you've experienced this, but reception's not the best. No. Which means that it eats through your battery because your phone's trying to like latch onto that. We were worried. We couldn't tell him, though, because he just only wanted to talk about how Charlie was going to win the Norm Smith, and he got onto him and just paying, like, 41 bucks. Yeah. Um, and also, we were worried he clearly wasn't, because at this point, Snapchat comes back out, has a response from the person he's talking to, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I fell asleep. Yeah. His response, video call. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry, it's just... Just the visual of looking down. And so he's on a FaceTime. Yep. His camera is not facing him. His camera is facing the game, the footy. (laughs) So the person on the FaceTime is watching watching the footy, so can't see Joel and I very clearly looking at them on the FaceTime. This person, Joel, it is dark. Yep. They're in bed. They're in bed. They are not in Australia. They are younger than him. Yeah, but not... Not a heap younger, but younger. Yeah. 35 to 45 range. Would you say, Joel, that they may be the most bored person you've ever seen in your life? Yeah, and he's not talking to them. He's (laughs) just showing them the game. And then anytime he's yelling at the game, he holds his phone to his mouth so that whatever he's saying, which he clearly thinks is clever, is coming through, well, not even loud and clear, distorted, no doubt. Just... (laughs) And, like... His phone battery just absolutely <laughs> copying it. And I cannot stress enough. I cannot stress enough. People listening to this podcast. This man is doing this for the entire second quarter. And third. And some of the third. Yeah. And at no point was the person on the other end of the phone remotely interested in the football. They didn't cheer anything that happened. 
I don't even think they would have been able to tell what the fuck was going no. on. It would have been pixelated-ish. He also, at a couple of points, when he wanted to see them, rather than reverse the camera, turned the phone to himself. Oh, yeah. But also because he's a bit drunk and he was holding the phone <laughs> up, she turned it back. So that woman's just looking at Joel and I. <laughs> and hearing him being like, Charlie Cameron's <laughs> going to win the norm. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, he was... He did come back, and we were concerned for him again. Yep. And then in the fourth quarter, he proved us all wrong. Power bank, baby. Yeah, portable charger. Honestly, did not see that one coming. <laughs> that was that was the most surprising thing in that man's day. I hope I hope he is well. Yeah, I think he. I think he. I think he is well. You know, when you just see someone, someone you have no connection yeah. to in public or just out in the world, and you're just like, I wonder how you operate day to day. Yeah. What was his Monday like? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, well, I don't know. Maybe good. He probably just went to his corporate job and fired some, like, interns. Yeah. And then lectured them about work ethics. Yeah. Big, big And then was like, oh, yeah, I saw the Kiss concert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, he was a highlight. That's another highlight. Yeah, um, um, Lamb HSP. Yeah, I had it. CCHSP, Joel, it's good. It is good. Um, Look. For what it is. For what it is, definitely, definitely, I'd rate it. I don't know if I'm at a game by, like, let's just say in this situation, I'm at a game by myself or I'm with someone that's not eating and I'm hungry. Even if it's like a prop, I haven't, in this situation, I haven't had dinner or I haven't had lunch, whichever game I'm at. I don't know if I'm going the HSP over, like, a hot dog? Yeah, no, I understand. It's but is it something a bit different? You've got to right. you've got to go to it. Yeah, you've got to seek it out. Yeah, it, it's, it requires a bit of effort. Also, I will say, I think it was probably very well suited to our activities that day because often when I'm at the footy, yeah, I'll have maybe two or three beers. Yeah, at most maybe a beer a quarter. Uh, I will say that the grand final we exceeded that a little bit. We had a few. We, had, we were very cl- one. We were very close to the bar. Oh yeah. Um, which helps. Two, very hot. Oh, yeah. We've got Made, to stay hydrated. We've got to stay hydrated. And then we were depressed. And then we were depressed. And so what can men do against such reckless hate, Joel? Drink. Drink. <laughs> uh, so we did. Um, other other highlights were there were some great moments. I think we saw maybe one of the best Goals kicked in a grand final outside of Dom Sheets. Well, on uh, on AFL Trade Radio, which officially kicked off uh, today, <laughs> Monday, so when Monday, we're Monday when we're recording, uh, Trade Radio has gone from going from seven days to ten days to nearly three weeks when now. When does the trade period start, Joel? November? Uh, no, <laughs> no, the trade period starts next week, I believe. So there's five five days of them on air for 11 hours a day. Speculating. Speculating. Joel, you did something today. I did. I texted in. Did you get a response? I, I didn't, but I also found out in classic trade radio form, I don't know if they got it, Tom, because uh, the AFL trade radio Instagram page has the text line number. The number they were saying on trade radio, Tom, slightly different number. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was it? Oh, Jesus. Should have uh, sent a text to both. Well, I think I will. If I'm, uh, I'll be listening to a lot of trade radio. I like it because it's kind of like, what if AFL like it's a, it's AFL journalists pretty much forced to do a podcast. Really, it's plumbing the de- if plumbing the desktop was footy. Yeah, because like they, 
Another there's show no- that you are in. Yes. There's yep. nothing that they can really latch on to. At the moment, they can just kind of talk about the grand final and speculate. But even this point, because trade speculations have been so rampant, there's nothing new that's come to the table yet. Like stuff like, uh, I mean, this happened. This also is funny because it happened right at the end of the day. But Todd Goldstein today has officially nominated Essendon as his, as his club of choice. Wow. Uh, that Sam Draper just un, underwent surgery. So I don't know how much, if he's expected to be back for round one, but that would be crazy if he's not. And Todd Goldstein is our starting Well, I guess, I guess the plan is then they'll just, they'll play Draper and Goldstein and and uh, two meter, 200 centimeter Peter will We've play full time. We've also got Nick Bryan, though, who is <clears> meant <throat> to be a rock that we're uh, developing, but I guess. He can develop. Well, I mean, we had gold. That's a wild choice from Goldie. You know what Goldie should have done? Two years ago when Geelong said, hey, Goldie, come and play for the Cats, he should have come with Geelong. Yeah. He, he might have won a flag. Um, Ray Stanley's a premiership ruckman. He deserves it. <laughs> He's a there good was boy. Also, there was also a really red hot take on Trade Radio today was, yeah, I reckon the Pies are probably a destination club at the moment. Like, they're still up and amongst it. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> the reigning premier is a destination club. They also, uh, today, around 2.30, were just reading out every single text that they got. But so, not yours. No, not mine. Because yours went to a different number, maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, so back to this. Uh, the goal, Zach Bailey's goal in the second quarter. The oh, yeah. second one he kicked. Sorry, back to trade Such radio. Such a good goal. They were saying that that probably should have been goal of the year, but because finals don't count. The, the fact that Smother on Cox, getting it to Joe. Joe, almost fucking the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. Getting it to Bailey. Bailey bamboozling, not one, not two. But two Collingwood players twice <laughs> and then kicking a huge snap. Incredible stuff. Oh, yeah. It might have been actually no first quarter because it was the third the third goal they kicked. I think yeah. two in the first. So there was some great – and this is the thing. Like, it was yeah, all those was, grand finals yeah. where all of the goals kicked felt – well, barring a couple, but most of the goals kicked felt fucked. All of Cameron's were fucked. Yeah. All of Bailey's were fucked. So many kicked from 50. Yeah. Side bottom from 50. Degoe from 50. So many fucked goals. Bobby Hill doing – Fuck breaking men's knees. Mm. And I will say this. I'm so glad that Bobby Hill won Norm Smith and not Nick Dacos because I was worried that the media, Luke Darcy, would get his fucking black and white blinkers on. He tried. And he tried. He gave uh, fucking Scott Pendlebury a vote in the Norm Smith. So I was was good late, but jeez. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I'm glad it was Bobby Hill and not Nick Dacos because that would have been insufferable if it had been Dacos. Also, Tom, uh, on this show, you reported that Steel Sidebottom was going to retire if they win the grand final. Didn't he say this? I don't know. He It doesn't seem like he's retired, though. I am almost, <laughs> someone let me know, I'm almost certain that he was retiring if they won. Um, let's see if I can find this out. I just, I just have a vibe about it. Um, I'll talk about some other things that were good on the day that we had fun. Um, friendship at the footy. We made friends with with gentleman Jacob next to us. We made friends with the boys behind us. Yep. One of them gave me a massage in the last quarter. Yeah, you needed. That it. was lovely. Yeah. Um, my nails looked really good. Getting lots of compliments on that. Getting lots of compliments on them. We ran into uh, two of your friends' sisters that both barrack for Collingwood. Yep. Um, they were, they were, they were on fire at halftime. They. <laughs> There is no reports whatsoever that Steel Sidebottom ever said he was retiring wow. if they won the grand final. Did I did I Nelson Mandela affect myself? I don't know. 
I feel like it's true though. Cause you believed it. This is typical me. Yeah, but I think I just believed it because you said it. Like you were just like, oh, I heard this. And I was like, okay. Um Yeah, so look, a dark day in Howgood's footy history. With a few highlights there, some fucked goals, some Charlie Cameron magic. Joe Danaher maybe played his most complete game ever. Yes, there was some psycho shit, but he also looked so composed. Like, weirdly composed. Like, it took was- some clutch marks, kicked that ripper goal late. Um, we won't go into the umpiring. We won't get into Jared Berry. It's 50, but let, we, we're not happy about it. I don't. I'm not thrilled that I live in a timeline where the phrase Jordan DeGoey premiership player exists um, or that, you know, people are like, oh, Scott Pendlebury is one of the greatest of all time. He's won two premierships. Unrelated to anything, I just would like to recommend the book Night Games. Uh, it is also about football and also about Collingwood premierships. Great book. Recommend you read it. That is Night Games. It is good that they bl- broke the drought after uh, Eddie Maguire left, though. Yeah, that's good. The only thing is that he's happy. Yeah, which is bad. Um, I don't know. Man, I wish you'd ah, I wish, wish I wish they'd won. won and then and then I could see Eddie's face immediately after. Yeah. <sighs> I think a fight would have broken out though. Cause yeah. it would have been so close. The energy was again, outside of the result, that's one of the most intense grand finals I've seen probably since twenty eighteen. Because all the others have been rorts. Yeah, but even then, like the vibe immediately in this game was different from the other grand finals. Even like before, it was before tense. it was close. It was just like because Collingwood still have that like we're actually really hard done by and we're not the biggest and richest club in the AFL and uh, everyone actually hates us. No, everyone and just. Hates I mean, you. everyone does hate you, yes, but everything goes your way. That's most of the reason why people hate you. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, they. Yeah, it's like. Life's unfair. I'm the most popular person in the world, and uh, no one understands how hard it is for yeah. me to be so hot and popular and rich. Fuck off, Collingwood. Yeah, fuck off, Collingwood. Um, good day, grand final, though. Great day, grand final. I'm just sad it wasn't yeah. what it was supposed to be. What could have been? What could have been? What could have been? Um, and to Daniel Rich, keep kicking those big booming kicks in footy heaven. Well, he won the longest kick. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you also... Ah, oh, speaking of retirements, mm-hmm. they did a lap of honor at the start. So, so they had the Coleman medalist. They had the the obviously Brownlow medalist was there. Yeah, uh, playing uh, the Slocky Neal and yeah, fair and square. Yeah, um, what Nick Dacos probably needed to do is um not hurt his knee and not be shit in that game against Hawthorne. Yeah, uh, that's probably that's it. He just had yeah, to poll yeah. more votes. Yeah, yeah, same way he would have won the uh, Norm. Norm Smith. Yeah. yeah, just like play better. Yeah, you know, uh, have more impact on the game. Have more impact on the game. <laughs> he had a bit of impact. Ducked a lot. Oh, yeah. Doesn't need to, and that's the thing I don't like. Anyway, I'm getting in the weeds a bit, and I've gotten so far <laughs> in the weeds, Joel, I think I've almost lost my point. Oh, yeah, parade at the start. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of retiring players. Great to see, you know, Zeebles out there going around. we got Trent Cotchin. we got Joel Selwood. out there. we got a few others in. What else I have? I think an extra from the from Miami Vice, the movie. Oh, no, hang on. Is that Luke Dowhouse? Luke Dowhouse rolled around in his lap of honor looking like he you could buy a bag of Coke off him. Slicked back hair, square sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Also, a bag of Coke, it's not Coke. (laughs) No. (laughs) You might die. Yeah. You're going to get Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. He he was looking ridiculous. Was sad to see no uh, Phillips out there for Essendon, but that's okay. Yeah. Or Buddy. Or Buddy. His girl was like, please, Buddy, come down. And Buddy went, 
I fucking hate you. Yeah. Why would I? I want to forget about football now. I um hate everything about you, you gangly fuck. Yeah. Please let this be Gil's. Is he done now? This is Gil's done now. Thank fucking God. He did a tell-all sort of thing on AFL 360 in the lead-up to the grand final. He, he tell burnt, shit. He burnt a couple of bridges. Did he really? Yeah, he's like pretty... Like oh, he went after Collingwood pretty hard. He he went after he yeah he went after the Brownlow results pretty hard because this was recorded straight after the Brownlow. He yeah I don't know he's not show the umpires the stats that's how you solve the problem because umpires will be like I feel like I saw this player do really well the vibe was this but then if you show them the stat they go oh that actually only it was only ten touches and this guy had forty maybe I was thinking of this player yeah anyway Brownlow voting is fucking weird and hard I think we should do it yeah how good's footy. Hey, maybe, Joel. What? Next year. We do our own Brownlow. We do our own Brownlow. After every game, we give out three votes on air. Yeah, okay. Someone else can keep tabs of who's winning. <laughs> There's someone listening to this podcast being like, I've got a spreadsheet for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready, boys. Anyway, that's enough M talk. The M season is over. Fuck it into space. We're about to enter trade radio. Time to talk. <laughs> trade radio times. It's, depending on who you ask, either the... Best time of the year or the worst time of the year or both. I just turned the lights on in the studio recording and, and it felt better to be in darkness, but I can't undo yeah, that. No, Jenny's that's okay. out of the bottle. That's all right. Um, we should talk about the women's footy because um, that was better. Yeah, well, uh, it was also pretty bad. This game feels like this first game, Joel. Yeah. I went to it. Feels, feels like about a month ago. Feels like it happened in July. Well, yeah, I felt the same about the Essendon Collingwood game, and that was the same day as the grand final. Um, so yeah, let's talk some W. Uh, I went down to Geelong on Thursday night to see Geelong play Melbourne for the very first time. Uh, you went down to Geelong, but sadly, uh, not many of the Geelong players made the trip. <laughs> no, it's one of those ones where you know when a scoreboard can be misleading to how the game was played. It felt like it felt like Melbourne were always going to win. Tom, you got killed in every stat. It just it <laughs> until the last quarter, it felt like I think there was a point where we got it back within about three oh, goals. You know what? Not every stat. Um tackles. <laughs> no, I think they've got hmm. You had a lot more turnovers. But hit outs, you only were down by one. They beat you in free kicks. They sure did. And inside fifties are actually pretty close. Yeah, it was one of those games where, like, for about three quarters, <laughs> like, actually, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty flattening. You went at nineteen percent, six shots from thirty-one inside fifties. Yeah. They went at fifty-four percent, nineteen shots from thirty-five inside. We, uh, their their backline like shot the lights out in terms of just marking everything. I, I, basically, I watched a team that is very clearly the best team in the comp. Yeah, play my team for the first time, who are still a building. Like this is like their next stage in their growth. And there are elements in this game where we looked really good. We just didn't do it for long enough. And we're just we're just a tier below Melbourne. And I think a few teams are a tier below Melbourne. Again, it was just like there was a point in the third where I think we got it back to two or three goals. And it was like, okay, maybe, maybe we can arrest some momentum and we can like get it back to like a win manageable position or it's not a blowout. And, and then, then and Melbourne then they immediately did. scored like within a minute after that and then blew us out of the water in the last. Um yeah, they've done this almost every game yeah. this year where they're comp- like the they other just team, keep going. They hold on and then the last quarter just go fucking bananas. I think I saw a stat from Gemma that was like they haven't lost a quarter. They have teams haven't scored against them in the last quarter for like 11 weeks straight, like from like last season. Um, I don't know if th- 
scored at all, or yep. you mean Jesus? That that cannot be true. It feels true. Yeah, I know that it feels true, but also steel side bottom retiring feels no, true. No, it might you. not be that, but it, it's something like their last quarters, it's like their four is like 380 and a percentage of 1,000, and their against is like three goals, three. Yeah, well, I was going to say, because I saw this, and there was a percentage, which means the teams have to have scored against them, because if they hadn't, then you don't have a percentage. As we discovered when someone failed to put a team in round one of fantasy. Um, yeah, there were some positives yeah, to watch GWS here. scored against them in the last quarter... In round two. So it has been three weeks since someone did it, but they did do it. And it was a behind, and Melbourne won that game by 77 points. Yeah, I think it's like they just don't – they shouldn't let people score goals in them in the last quarter. They just go bananas. Um, Positives for Geelong. Georgie got tagged out in the second half, but uh, Nina Morrison, Joel, she's very good. She went big. 30 touches, 101 fantasy points. Kicked a goal, Uh, missed a goal. Ashling Maloney (laughs) – Kicked three goals and looked fucking unstoppable when they went really hard on Parry and Sheer. She looked so good that at uh, halftime, I was like, fuck, I need to undo some trades because she's currently on my bench in fantasy yeah. and that cannot be happening. And she repaid me my faith and she said, thank you, Joel. I'm only going to score another like 12 to 15 points in the second half, but that's still a decent score. Yeah, she, she again, she is so, like, she's quite tall. She's so mobile for someone that big. Like when she gets the ball on the ground, she's quick. She could take a good overhead mark. Um, I was talking to a friend of the show, Gemma, and we agree that once she gets a bit more of a feel for the game, it's like her sixth ever game of AFLW. Yeah. We're round five. Uh, and she's playing really well. So look, there are positives there. It was very flattening. Um, I, I, did, I did get a sausage from the sausage chisel out the front. That's good. And that was good. And some chippies. I realized I brought her in at three-quarter time where she'd just gone bananas, and then in the last quarter she had two handballs. Because the ball didn't come down yeah. that end, yeah. Libby Birch just marked everything, yeah. and uh, Kate Hall kicked four. Uh, next game. <laughs> Wait, did she kick four in the last quarter? No, nah, she kicked four across the whole game. I was going to say, what the fuck? I think she kicked four-two or four-three. Like, she could have, and she all kicked, of them very gettable. She kicked four-two. Yeah. Next game. Frio. Okay. Now I've got two things here with this game. I don't know where the fuck either of these teams are in terms of, like, how good they actually are. Richmond, uh... Richmond started the season looking... You're throwing your arms up, which is the the visual cue equivalent of what I just fucking said. Yeah. I'm matching you visually. You say something, I'll match it visually. So... (laughs) Richmond started the season very strong and scary. <laughs> you're still shrugging. Not that you're. <laughs> I'm so scared. Uh, wait a minute. What's happening? Uh, Five rounds in. I don't know. Yeah. And Frio last week lost to Wesseden, who got pumped by Collingwood this week. Essendon also. I don't really know what they're like. I think what is happening, though. Is because the season's so short, all of those teams are the teams that are going to be anywhere between like sixth and twelfth. It's such a psycho season. Like, there's so few Richmond games. is still seventh. Yeah, but it feels like they've lost the last four in a row. No, but something. they haven't. No, I know they haven't. They beat Carlton last week. Yep, I think they did. Yep, good memory by me. Well done. <laughs> I think they won the week before too. Uh, they did. They beat the Giants, got pumped by Adelaide. Actually, maybe Richmond are good. But they lost, they just lost the Frio, who aren't that good, and didn't have Kiara Bowers. Bowers. No. What the fuck and is going was, on? And it was in, it was at Icon Park. It was at Icon Park. This was, this was also a fucked round of AFLW because it was fixtured around the grand final. So Friday, the first game, what time did it start, y'all? Uh, the first game... 
started at okay, so not too bad. This is, I mean, it's a Friday, so yeah, this is it's obviously only a public fucked. holiday in Victoria. One o five. Yeah. Okay. What time did the last game on Friday start? Uh, Nine fifteen. <laughs> yeah. And there were two in the middle. Yes. Plus a Thursday night game at 6.15. Yeah, it was that all... That Thursday f- game could have just been at 7. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't clash with anything. Didn't need to be at 6.15. Chaos. Um, we've lost another Hosking. Sarah they both out. Sarah's done her hamstring. Mm. Twin magic. Uh, but Mon Condi had a juicy game. Thank you for that 121 fantasy points, Mon. Uh, I, on, I've just got a message here from Mon. You're welcome, Tom. Uh, Grace Egan is starting to. Oh no, she's a midfielder. In my head, I th- had her as a forward, and I was gonna be like, she's hey. starting to score pretty big. Do you know who's really handy to have as a forward is uh, Nina Morrison, who exclusively plays on the ball. Yeah, well, or like <clears throat> maybe Bonnie Toogood, who I mean, she is half forward, but she's also everywhere. Yeah, correct. Uh, so yeah, she's uh, she was ju- like, she was like un, she was like eight hundred thousand dollars when I got her. That's now good. she's like one point three million. Hey. That's an investment. Uh, it's funny that some of the pre- like premium players, their prices were so high that they scored the highest score in the entire league and their value still goes down. Yes. AFLW Fantasy has, I would say, a couple of things it needs to sort out. One, it's app. It's not an app. <laughs> oh, it's a website. It's hidden. a website, and the website is dog shit. Almost totally unusable on a phone. Oh, my God, which is where most people... No one's like, I better pull out the old uh, home PC. It would be all right on an iPad? No, I reckon it would be... No, no, here's my theory. Bigger screen, but it would just it would just magnify the phone. No. We'd I- be like, old oh, mate, in front of us at the footy, 250%. <laughs> I only say that because my dad uses an iPhone for fantasy and super coach. Yeah. And I've seen what the normal website looks like on an iPad. And it's good. It's like they've had iPad in mind. Okay. Um, anyway, we'll get to fantasy at the end of this because I'm killing AFLW fantasy. And hey, so are you. So am I. Sean. Well, I found something out about his fantasy team. We'll just talk about it now. Actually, no, we'll save it to the we'll end. We'll save it to the end. Uh, next game. Uh. Carlton beat Sydney just. This was a juicy game. Carlton, are they good? <laughs> they they held them up. This was this is uh, I think it says uh, you know what it says actually. But oh wait, no, them. I know that. Carlton, are they good? No. Well, no. But they're rebuilding. Yes. They're a lot less shit than they were. And I think this. I was about to say this doesn't really tell us about either team, but it does actually. That's a very dumb statement. It, makes, it says a lot about both. It says teams. a lot about Carlton. They're learning to play together again, and for. Sydney, they're taking another step forward. I think Morfitt um, basically has the rising stars sewn up. Uh, also, it was at the end of the game a real. Do either of do either of you want to win this? Because it was like three behinds in a row. Then the other team kicked three behinds in a row. Then Sydney kicked a goal, and then it was like, "Fuck, this could be anything. Anything is possible." Boil but, over at Icon Park, but Carlton stayed strong, and they won by five points. Next game. Another two teams. What the fuck is going on? Their form's confusing. Western Bulldogs took on St. Kilda. St. Kilda, Western Joel, Bulldogs. Their form good. is not confusing. Western, Western Bulldogs, Bulldogs are form bad. is that they are bad because they rely on too few to do too much. And, and that too few is Ali Blackburn. Yeah. And, and she's doing as much as she can. Pritchard as well. Pritchard. But yeah. yeah. St. Kilda... It pains me to say that they won. Is this two wins in a row now? Yeah. And oh. I'm going to get sucked in back to fantasy real quick. Oh. 
Hannah Priest scored so high that I'm like, is she the answer to my backline problems? She won't be top. No. Her value would have gone Actually, up about $400,000. Uh, yeah, but also, let me just put it out there. She plays the St. Kilda, so you know where that ball is going to be most games? Backline. Backline. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. Um, yeah, St. Kilda, they're doing fine. Western Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs are 0-4. Yeah. Well, actually, Tom, you'll find that 0-5. Oh, that's right, round five. So are they the only 0-5 oh, team? Because West Coast have had a win. They're not bottom of the ladder. GWS? Mm-hmm. Oh. They have a percentage of... GWS have a percentage of 41. Two of the foundation clubs uh, do, have not won a game. That is... So GWS haven't won a game with a percentage of 41.3. Yep. Western Bulldogs are second last... They have a percentage of 59.8, which is considering they're zero and five, that's actually not too bad. Like, it's not good. No, it's not good, but this is worse. Zero and five. Well, actually, Western Bulldogs' percentage is better than the two teams above them. (laughs) So, West Coast and St. Kilda? Or West uh, Coast and Port? West Coast and Hawthorne. Of course. West Coast have won a game, their percentage. 47. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's dirty. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a oh, dirty percentage. I love that. That is filthy. <laughs> Bulldogs um, fans look at that percentage and want to spew, but yeah. they can't because they're above you. Well, who do they have next week? Dogs. Dogs have Carlton. GWS have the Eagles. Whoa! One oh five on Saturday afternoon. It's gonna be a juicy one. That is that is genuinely fucking juicy. <laughs> oh, I love it. Did GWS play the Bulldogs at any point? Because uh, I'm just thinking of. I, I would also like to say I'm I'm talking a lot of smack for someone whose team um, once went zero and nine and then. Um, won the last game of the year against the Gold Coast Suns, who went 0-10 in their first year <laughs> in the league. So, Tom, uh, Western Bulldogs do not play GWS, but they do play West Coast in round nine. Okay. 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 It's, it's going to really heat up at the bottom of the ladder. <laughs> it's, man, it's juicy. Um, yeah, I, Bulldogs, yeah, lift. Yeah, they're uh, playing bad. Yeah, and St. Kilda still have a cockhead coach. Yeah, I don't care about the science. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one will really light a fire underneath you. Here we go. West Coast took on Port Adelaide. West Coast won. Broke your brother's heart. They did. Jacob was very flat. Uh, he was going to this being like, God, we should win. He's we, right. They should have won. They should have won. Howden kicked two, so that's a bit of excitement for him. Dowrick had a huge game. Well, she, here's something, Joel. So what time was that game? Uh, was it? Uh, you know, the very normal time of a football game to start. Uh, was it 9.15 p.m.? Okay. That was Friday night. Yeah. This is in West, was it in Western Australia? Yes. So it's actually like six. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. 
So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Yeah, three hours behind. Yep, it's our timings now. But then, yep, Abby Derrick was in the lap of honor. Yeah, that's a very good point. She had to get on either a red eye or a very early fucking plane this morning. But she would have had to be like, because like you're doing the lap of honor, so that's like a hair and makeup kind of job. Yeah, like as in like hair and makeup department kind of. Yeah, that's a rough. To do Abby. that to her, she's the she's the reigning rising star. I mean, you fucked her up by putting her on a, a <laughs> nine fifteen. That was avoidable. She'll have to. She might have to. She might miss next week because of this. <sighs> Too jet tired. Lag. <laughs> jet lag. <laughs> Abby Darrick yeah. laid out jet lag. Yeah. Oh. She'll get confused. She won't know what time it is. Won't know which way she's kicking. Oh, we fucking didn't mention that. Oh, Carlton, yes. Oh, my God. Sorry to take it back. Oh, sorry. We're all over the shop. We're missing a host. He's the one who keeps us honest. On Friday, Carlton versus Sydney, the game was delayed by one minute. And that was because Sydney set up. I don't know who won the toss, but Sydney set up. Carlton set set up. up. And then I feel like the the real-life version of the (laughs) Spider-Man meme happened where two two fullbacks lined up on one another and went, Hang on. Yeah, uh, because Carlton had set up on the wrong side of the ground, which meant that both, like, so one forward line had all the forwards forward. in it. <laughs> one, one fifty had all the back line, and people were like, but then like a winger was the person who noticed. It's funny. I love that. I think what should have happened is the umpire was like, "All right, stop, set up." The umpire should have been like. No, that's how you want to play. Well, the game starts now. <laughs> Once the ball is bounced, <laughs> yeah. you get in position. But six, 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 six. Just the idea that the ball's bounced immediately, everyone and, just and everyone just like runs, <laughs> like red. You know, you play Red Rover, and you yeah. just <laughs> a British bulldog. Ah, oh. and um, we actually got an email about this, but there was one other thing the previous week from round four that we just mentioned, and we'd spoken about it before we recorded the episode. But that was at the Carlton-Richmond game. The game, I believe, was also delayed because of a snake. Oh, yeah, there was a snake on the oval. <laughs> so that's to remove the snake. I don't know <sighs> if that actually affected the start time, though. I did. It started a little bit later. Yeah, so that's two weeks in a row for Carlton that the game started late due to a fucked oh, thing happening. Oh, man, I love The snake footy. guy was good because the guy who picked up the snake looked like... if you Okay, picture a man yep. in country Australia yep. that handles snakes. All right, do you want me to describe him to you? Yep. One, he's got a big hat. Yep. Two, he's got a big beard. <laughs> yep. Three, he looks like he lives rough, but yeah. in a good way. Yep. It's his choice. Yep. He loves the bush. He loves nature. He looks like... He looks like a, a stereotypical bush 
ranger guy. Yeah, he looks like his uh, skin is made out of leather. Yes. <laughs> yes. And also, he's wearing a hat. Did I say that already? It's yeah, big. big. And that beard, big. Big. This guy, my hero, Snake Man. Not that one, my brother. Yeah. This one. Big hat, big beard, lives in the bush. Loves it. Yeah. Loves it. He also was so chill. Yeah, he didn't care. Nah. Um, but yeah, so AFRW, lots of wild things happening. But yeah, uh, Port probably should have won that one. They definitely should have. Uh, yeah, like scores were level going into the last, the quarter. last quarter. Yeah. And then, yeah, West Coast kicked two goals about halfway through. Port probably didn't need that. No, I they got one late, but yeah, it wasn't too enough. late. My, um, I didn't watch a lot of this game, Joel, because uh, I was I was busy dropping. Yeah, that's that's fair. Fortnite was calling you. It was, um, and also, uh, I I remember at one point being like, ah, oh. like I remember like sort of it was like late, mm. and I because it like, was because the game started at nine fifteen p.m. Yeah, so. which meant that like at the one siren point- went at midnight. It was two a.m. <laughs> Where's Abby Derrick? She's got to get on a plane. <laughs> She's in the lap of honor. Uh, so, like, yeah, I remember it being, like, pretty late and me being, like, oh, I should see, like, um, how my fantasy team's going. And, yeah, people were still playing. And I was, like, what the fu- fuck? And then I checked the scores. I'm, like, it's only in the third quarter. What the fuck is going I think on? you and I had the same thing because I checked my scores and one of my players who plays for Port Adelaide, I won't name and shame them, but one of my players, <laughs> I looked at their score and they were on minus three. Yep. They, they had a much more respectable score by the end, but at one point they were on minus three, and it was later in the game than I, than I realized. <laughs> yeah. um, well, the next game, that's the job. Essendon Collingwood game. Um, Matty Pressbach is big game. Bonnie Too Good kicked all of our goals. Essendon kicked three goals, six. Bonnie Too Good kicked three goals, one. Bonnie looks fucking good. She just like she got on the she. There was a passage of play that uh, where she took a huge mark. Yeah, Prespark has kicked it into her. Yeah, she starts leading so early because she's running such. She's such a good runner of patterns. Yeah, that she knows that Maddie will see her doing this because she's like Maddie's a good player. She'll recognize what I'm doing. Beautiful, beautifully yeah. weighted kick was only going to Bonnie too good, but Bonnie had to shake off like three people to get there. Bonnie is in AFLW best and fairest form at the moment because in every game Essendon have played, she's getting at least some votes. I don't think, oh, because she's been in the midfield a lot. She's the captain, so does she get a vote in this game? She'd get at least one. Pull up the stats for me. Uh, the Pull only up. person that may fuck her is Maddie. Yeah, because Maddie had thirty touches. Bonnie had twenty-one. Give me the Collingwood numbers. Uh, do you want fantasy or disposals? Just, just because just the numbers. Okay, disposals. Okay. Well, Tom, let me. Let, I'll let you in a little thing. Okay. The fantasy score: top three players, all Essendon, and then the gap between Bonnie Tugood and the first Collingwood player is nearly thirty points. Okay. Okay. Disposals. Matty Presbarkus, 30. Yep. 22 good. 21. Yep. Sarah Rowe, you were right. Thank you. 20. Okay. Um, Benici and Davey? Davey had 14 touches. Okay. No, no votes. Uh, Benici had 14 touches. No votes. Bonnie, look, I'm not saying Bonnie's going to get three votes in a losing game, but. Maddie might. <laughs> Maddie might. Maddie looks but like again, she wants- But again, who knows yeah. how voting works? That's true. 
Uh, next game. Hey, what happens when you put one of the best teams in the competition against one of the worst teams in the competition? What happens, Joel? Uh, one team doesn't kick a goal, and it's the bad team. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, I will say conditions were fucked. Oh, yeah. It was, it was very windy on Sunday. Yeah. Was, um, was it Arden? Yeah, it was at Arden. Um, and I live, you know, five hours to 12 minutes away from yeah. here. Um, it was windy. Giants did their entire scoring for the game in the second quarter. Yep, two behinds. Yeah. Uh, and they kept North goalless in the first quarter, though. Hey. That's a win. Hey, Geelong did it in a half once. Yeah, how'd that go? Well, we lost. Yeah. But not by that much. That's true. Well, I mean, Giants only lost by 30 points. <laughs> how many goals they kick? None. Oh, man. Um, You know who's good at football, Joel? Who? Jazz Garner. Yeah, she is. Um, Do you know who else is good at football, Tom? Who? Alice Parker. Those uh, names almost rhyme. Yeah, hey... You'd be a real idiot if you traded out <laughs> Parker this week, hey? Uh, I guess she'd been underperforming. Yeah. I mean, hang on. What was it? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. I mean, she scored the highest score in the entire league. Man, that's a bit That's a bit annoying. That's a bit annoying. Uh, and it wasn't close. Yeah, but also, so, it was close. Was it? She scored 139, right? Yeah. Go to the next game. Oh, Robottom, 132. I have Robottom. Same. Yeah. I turned Parker into Robottom, and look, it backfired by seven points. Could have been way worse. Oh. Um, I turned Bowers into Robottom, and I was very stressed about that. Uh, last week, I turned uh, I turned Carney into O'Driscoll. O'Driscoll. That worked well last week. This week, 30 points. Yeah, great. Kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> Smith uh, for North Melbourne because it was shit conditions and the Bolden going to the Giants uh, backline didn't score well. 27. Kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, North are doing great. GWS should have hired Sean Carney when you had the chance. Yeah. I mean, you're probably kind of glad you don't have him at the moment because he wouldn't have turned up to work this week. But yeah. Or the last three weeks, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Hey, some good news for Sean and uh, other members that barrack for Brisbane. Other listeners of the show, the Barry for Brisbane Lions, you beat Hawthorne by 27 points. Yes. It was looking very dicey there for a bit. A big comeback, though. Uh, Dakota Davidson. The challenge was on her this season with Wardlaw being traded away. Could she be the top dog? Yes. The answer is yes. Ali Anderson, also fucking enormous. Um, D- Davidson, though, marked pretty much everything that came near her. Like, she was getting she up the ground. eight marks. Yeah, she was. She watched Joey the day before and was like, "That's what I need to be." The next closest marks on the field was four. Yeah, she, she was honestly absurd. Um, yeah, no, this was really good from the Brisbane girls who were at the game. We saw them on the big screen a lot. Yep. Um, so huge from them. There was a couple of set plays they did that were just absolutely unreal. There was one involving Dwyer, oh Dwyer, where she ran like down the wing, just chipped a ball over the top to I want to say Hampson. Yep. Um, and just like, just like c- clinical Brisbane shit where they were just on Conan was awesome. And yeah, Hawthorne threw a lot at him and they just, they weathered it. They weathered it. They Rocky Balboa it. Yeah. Blocked it with their head. Yeah. Punch, punch, <laughs> punch, punch, pump. All right. Now what are you going to fucking do? Now you're tired. Yeah. And here I am. Yeah. I could, I could do this all day. I'm sitting on the squeakiest chair of all time. You so are. if that came through in the recording, look, I tried my best to edit it out, but sometimes just doesn't happen. Hey, sometimes things are bad. Yes. Uh, sometimes things are bad. Well, last game. 
And if you're a Sun supporter, sometimes things are bad. But you also did just win the VFL Premiership, so yeah, that's all right. That sounds. Uh, Adelaide are good. A really good team. Robottom, yep. sorry, got 126 fantasy <clears throat> points, not 132. Oh, damn. So you've lost 10 or 13. That's not that many. Yeah. I'll cop that. I still I still He's, won in all four leagues. Yeah, job. so did I. Feels good. Like I, I made a bad captain choice and I still won in all four leagues. I think I'm only me too. I had Jazz Garner. She scored 92. Yeah, so did I. Oi! <laughs> um should have loopholed Morrison, but I was like, oh, I should have scored 100. I'll get someone who'll go higher than that. Didn't. Nope, fucked it. <laughs> I did the same thing. Had lots of players that went over 100. Not my captain, though. Uh, yeah, I think I've only lost once. Whew. In one league. I think I've lost twice, but it was in two separate games in two separate leagues. Also, I'm not going to check that. Because also, too hard to. Like, genuinely, <laughs> the effort and time it would take me to do that. Too much. It was rough enough that I, in fantasy, I didn't check if I won in the leagues individually. I just checked the ladder to see if I my score was right because it's too annoying. Yeah, it's yeah, it's bad. Um, Go some motherfuckers. Well, Tom, this is a pretty good transition into proper fantasy chat for a second. And I guess we're halfway through the season, so maybe just a quick update, which we'll have to edit out long periods of us being like waiting as the app refreshes and we're yep. trying to look at the fucking ladders and Great. nothing's working. Great. So whatever the runtime of the last bit of this podcast is, knows know it was, it was actually, 20 to 35 yeah. hours longer. But we got an email uh, from Sonny. Yes. Subject, fantasy chat. Hey, boys, minus Carney this week, I assume. Nailed it. Nailed it. Thoroughly enjoying the pod and the fantasy competition. This week comes as my only match against a host. Facing Tom's smotherfuckers in the reserves. Juicy. I think finals are out of reach for me at this stage due to it being just a top two. And instead of blaming my own choices, I'll just blame having a tough draw. Not as hard as Carney's, though, who has been incredibly unlucky in the reserves. I hope in the future the AFLW game gets a proper season length for the integrity of the league, as well as the integrity and structure of the fantasy finals. Look forward to extensive chats about advantage calls this week. Sonny. So, Sonny, you got all of that except the advantage calls. It was fucked. We all know this. Yeah, we we know. We know. Um, I was saying it, I was saying a job before. It maybe one of those things where Lockie Neal gets that kick. He kicks it into a target. He goes for, sh- for the shot and more marks it or it gets touched on the line anyway. But he, he didn't get the chance to do it. And I think that's the, that's yeah. the crime. Uh, so, I guess just a quick fantasy roundup. Uh, this week, Tom, I'm looking at my team and... Every single player I had on the field minus three went down in value. <laughs> That's big. Road oh, bottom. Also, here I am. I can actually see I've lost twice in the uh, in the weapons. <laughs> here I am talking a big game, being like, I've only lost once. Now I've lost twice in the weapons. Yep. Okay. So uh, halfway through the season, the weapons ladder. There is one undefeated team, and that is Presparkus makes perfect. I think. Uh, I can't actually see the full team name. Again, the app is dog shit. Uh, So they're first place. So that's another Sean C. Not Sean Carney. Different Sean. Different Sean. Barracks for Geelong. Uh, So they're on the top of the ladder. They're the only undefeated team in the Weapons League. Then second place is the Almost Two Goods, living up to their name. That is my team. I'm second in the weapons. Very nice. Currently in a shot for the finals. Unfortunately, I'm on the same amount of points as third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. One slightly unconvincing win and 
I'm fucked. Yeah, it's it's chaos out there. So WA Salvage, uh, so Ivan sitting on third, Carton Blues carrying their form from the AFLM, sitting fourth. Uh, I think, if I remember correctly, again, cannot see the full name because Yap isn't an app. Yep. Can't touch... Spark this? I'm. Pr- it was something like that. Yeah, sure. Harrison. And then we've got a team that I unfortunately don't remember at all. My Grider. Oh, my Grider die. die. Uh, which is Chris's team. They're sixth. Smotherfuckers. That's you, Tom. That's me. Seventh. Uh, you have lost to two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've also. So I'm. And under, I'm Stumpy's team. Who came from the fucking fun section in the men's, I Maybe. Think? Now they're in the weapons. They're, Paul, you're eight. That's huge. Uh, I've just got to point out, I am undefeated in the in the fun section and the Gemma Bastiani Cup. Mm. And I'm undefeated and, like, fourth in both. Well, Tom, we'll get to that because I'm going to read out all of the letters. So that, but only the top eight. Sorry if you're not in the top eight, you're not good enough. And unfortunately, one of the hosts of the show... Having a rough run in fantasy. We need to talk about that while you're going, getting the ladder up. So Sean has effectively put his fantasy on hold for the entire run of the finals because he has been too stressed. Well, not the entire run. This week, he forgot what time the Thursday game started. The game had started, and he was like, fine, I'm just not going to make any trades. Mm. I believe that would have fucked him. Mm. Um, Yeah. He's also been very unlucky in some games. He is also very furious at the state of the app, so he's sort of protesting, I think. Yeah. Or trying not to care, but I have also seen him care greatly about it. Yeah. So um, when he didn't make any trades this week, it didn't seem like it came out of him being like, it's fine. He seemed angry at himself and the world when he told us that information. Uh, in the reserves, Caden the Weapon. Uh, sitting top of the table. Uh, Who's that in second, Joel? Oh my God, it's the Smotherfuckers. Bang, I'm on his tail. Caden uh, undefeated, you have lost one game. Correct. I think two Caden. Uh, G Eggs and Ham, Luke's team. They're third. Uh, St. Kilda. Unclear. Unclear. You know Morris. who you are. Uh, your fourth. Wardlaw and huh? uh, Nick's team. They're fifth. Yep. I think it's Wardlaw and Order. That would make sense. Yeah. Good. Punny. Yeah. Uh, then sitting at sixth place, the almost two goods. That's my team. Uh, then we've got Sonny's team who emailed us in. Sitting at seventh, directly underneath me. Too old, too. But they're back for Essendon, so I don't know if. Too old, too good. Too old, too good. No, probably too old, too slow, too good. That would make sense because too old is spelt like too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the quest, Jake's team sitting at eighth. That's the quest for inner peace. Or the quest for inner violence. Ah, okay. (laughs) Because, yeah. One day the app will be good and we'll be able to tell. Yeah. Ah, and the Haggard's Footy Gemma Bastiani Cup. Top of the ladder, me. Oh. Second place, Gemma Bastiani. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, uh, but there is four teams in this league undefeated. Yes. I just have somehow a fucking crazy percentage compared that's to true. everyone else. Uh, Joel, would you name one of those other teams that's undefeated in that league? Egg FC. Uh, maybe the next one. <laughs> Uh, so Egg is Jack's team. And then sitting at fourth, also undefeated, the Smotherfuckers. There we go, baby. And then fifth place, who's only lost one game, Spark around and find out, Sean's team. He's up in a top eight. Uh, 
Then we've got Jomo sixth, Scott seventh, and Lockie sitting at eighth place. Tiana Pies is Pie something. Don't know. Don't know. Uh, it's Jomo's team. Conan, presumably Conan the Barbarian. Barbarian or Conqueror would be my guess, but I can only see Conan. Yep. And Paxi's Mull. Lit. Something. Yeah. Be awesome if I could read the full team names, anyway. but hey, you're getting the full experience. Finally, Howard's Footy Fun section. Justin, top of the ladder, undefeated. Close the. Yeah. The almost two goods, me, second. Springfield, which is Flora's team, uh, third. Smotherfuckers, fourth. There we go. Allen's team, the Tartan something. <laughs> Fifth, <laughs> spark around and find out. Sean's team sixth. Lachlan's Ewing, so who knows? I don't know, man. And then eighth, we've got Jess with Conway Air. So still anyone's game. There's a lot going on in fantasy, and we hope you're having a good time and sticking through uh, the very glaring problems Yap has. But hey, it is good to have the women's team. It's good on there. It has been a interesting week of footy. It has been some good, some mostly bad, mostly bad. Uh, we will be back next week. Continue on your own quest for inner peace. Um, and if you need it, uh, the song is "On the Nature of Daylight" by Max Richter. Uh, go for a walk outside. Yeah, maybe to the beach. Try to try to stay out of the water though, unless it's hot. But then only go up to your neck. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't don't drown yourself. Just your waist. Yeah, just you know, and splash your shoulders. Yeah. A bit. Yeah, yeah, it's still cold this time. Well, it's hot today. Yeah, no, but the water's still cold this time. Oh, it hasn't had true. time to warm up yet. And this week is going to be very it's cold. Be in very Melbourne cold again. again. Mm. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, you can email the show at howgoodsfootyatgmail.com. Fuck Twitter into the universe space. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Instagram. How Good Goods Footy Pod. Pod, and it is popping over there. You can also find uh, Thumb Cramps Podcast, the show that you do on yep, Instagram. What's that's that one? That's uh, Thumb Cramps Pod. And uh, you can also find a podcast that I do, uh, new episodes every Friday, called Scaredy Boys. Uh, and that is also on Instagram. Hey, Joel, you're not going to believe. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's Scaredy Boys Podcast. It is Scaredy Boys Podcast. We, are, we use a full name there. Um, if you jump on, uh, maybe you've got like... A little bit before that photo disappears, you can see an incredible photo of me wearing a Book Freak t-shirt. Uh, that can photo buy that will shirt. be well and truly gone because it was a story post. Ah, that's right. But, hey, maybe you already saw it. And <laughs> uh, I just want to quickly... Find us individually. I'm at Orca Trade. Uh, I'm at Douche13, D-U-S-C-H-1-3. Just quickly, because uh, obviously Instagram, you can DM us. Yep. Uh, we, <laughs> we got one DM, Grand Final Day. From a listener called Joel responding to our photo of the Lions banner that just said, fuck the pies underneath. Yep. Joel messaged us and said, aged well. We responded with, we will kill you, Joel. <laughs> and he said, bit excessive, but I get it and I apologize. And Joel, I'd just like to say, we apology not, not accepted. accepted. We will kill you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Haggard's footy. This week, it's mixed. Fuck Collingwood!
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.